What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about starvation mode. We're going to talk a little bit about starvation mode and your metabolism and what that actually looks like, because I think there's a lot of confusion um, and maybe confusion caused by me. Um, Something was brought to my attention recently. So I want to clear the air. I want to explain some things. And um, yeah, I think it's important that uh, if there's ever, you know, if there's any ever, if there's ever any, I don't know, if there's ever any confusion around some of the things that I'm talking about and it's leaving people uh, questioning themselves, then I find that it is my obligation to clear the air because I really try to pride myself on, you know, providing as much context as possible, but I'm also human. So I recognize that sometimes things get lost in translation and um, I need to do a better job at communicating. So this is my attempt. Um, anyway, before I get into that, uh, first and foremost, I got to give away a free supplement because we had some solid reviews this week and you can win a free supplement of your choice from one of our sponsors, sponsors, Legion Athletics Cured Nutrition or Organifi by leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, it is very simple. You leave the review and you're eligible to win. That's it. Five-star rating and review, you're eligible to win. If you just open the podcast app on your phone and you go to the search button, even if you're already subscribed and following, which you should be, please take a second, go follow and subscribe if you're not. But even if you're already subscribed and following the show, you still have to do this. You you tap on the search button, you type in Mind Over Macros, you click on the thumbnail, and then you scroll all the way down until you see the ratings and reviews, and you can just hit write a review and say a little something. Um, this week's winner is C. Allen 14, exclamation point, exclamation point. C. Allen 14, exclamation point, exclamation point. Congrats. The review says, consistency is key. I've been listening to Mind Over Macros for about six months. I love all of the messages and information that Coach Mike delivers in every episode. But the one that I listened to today totally hit home. Staying consistent is the name of the game. Who cares if you overindulge for Thanksgiving? That's one day out of the year. Stop beating yourself up and move on. Thanks, Coach Mike, for keeping it real and always giving stellar advice. Thank you, C. Allen 14, exclamation point, exclamation point. I appreciate that very much. And you are 1,000% correct. Consistency is key. That is absolutely the name of the game. So we don't get too caught up on on, uh, what went wrong or we made some decisions we weren't proud of. Uh, It's okay to take a minute and to learn from those decisions, but then turn the page and... uh, yeah, just continue to do what you know you need to do. Keep those commitments that you make to yourself. Um, do me a favor and send me an email, mike at peakoptimizationperformance.com. And uh, I'll get you any supplement that you want from one of our sponsors and send it over to you totally free. And all right, so let's talk about starvation mode. Um, now, I am going to get into a more thorough discussion around metabolism. I have a guest coming up in the next couple of weeks. And he's a very smart dude. And he is going to help me explain metabolism in a way that um, is probably more effective than I can explain it. But somebody 
listened to one of my, or I guess it was several people, listened to one of my Instagram reels about metabolism and their interpretation was that I was saying you can under eat and eat very little and gain weight by doing that because of starvation mode. I think I called it preservation mode, um, but they interpreted it as starvation mode. So what we're going to do is we're going to explain exactly what's happening, what I meant to uh, do a better job of explaining and, um, and all that stuff. So it's one of the things. And, and the reason why I felt the need is because somebody pointed out that there's a lot of fear mongering around metabolism. Like there's a lot of coaches that will, will say, well, if you do this, then your metabolism is going to be damaged. Or if you do this, you're going to have a broken metabolism. Your metabolism doesn't break. <laughs> your metabolism cannot break. Okay. It can adapt. And sometimes when it adapts, it adapts in a way that you don't want it to adapt, like downregulating. Sometimes when it adapts, it comes with some side effects of you know hormonal imbalances or certain dysfunctions, but that's not breaking. That's adapting to the inputs and outputs that it's that it's registering. And I think it's very important that we use that that language. It's not metabolic damage. It's not that your metabolism is broken. It's metabolic adaptation, which is what your metabolism is supposed to do because it wants you to survive. So let's talk about starvation mode. There's this theory, um, and I don't even know if it's a theory or if it's just something that somebody made up, <laughs> but basically it states that under eating and eating too little can actually make you gain body fat. So here's where the confusion comes in. Under eating or eating too little cannot make you gain weight by under eating and eating too little. However, it can set you up for future weight gain. I think that's the distinction and that's the context that's often missing. And probably what I didn't do a good enough job of explaining on the reel, where I said, like, your body goes into preservation mode. And I got pushback on that. And people are like, well, what are you talking about preservation mode? And basically what I'm saying is the adaptation of under eating. So let's just say you're eating 1,200 calories a day, which is way too little for most people. So if you're eating very little or whatever, it doesn't matter what the number is. It's just, let's just say you're under eating for yourself. Let's say your true maintenance, meaning what you actually need to maintain your weight is 2,000 calories. And let's say you're eating half of that. Your metabolism will do what it's supposed to do, which is adapt. And the ways that it adapts is by downregulating. And it makes perfect sense, right? If you have a lack of energy coming in, your body is not going to burn a ton of calories because it doesn't have many calories to work with. It's pretty logical. So when I said preservation, I'm talking about the adaptations that your body goes through to not spend a lot of energy because there's not a lot of energy available to spend, meaning your metabolic rate slows down. You subconsciously move less. We see this in research over and over again. You fidget less, you move less, you walk less, 
all the things that you do subconsciously to preserve energy. We also see like certain systems in the body will be suppressed or depressed because of that energy preservation that's happening through the adaptation process. Like your immune system. Your immune system takes a lot of energy to function appropriately. But when there's a lack of energy coming in and your body is like, "Uh uh-oh, is this a famine? Are we ever going to get enough energy again? You're going to, there's going to be certain systems that get suppressed like your immune system or your sexual function, which is why we see uh, a loss of sex drive, why we see a, a lowering of sex hormones, why we see a reduction in thyroid, because your body is trying to preserve the energy that it has available to it because there's not enough energy coming in. So that is not starvation mode. And, and when I said preservation mode, it's it's not like a mo, it's just an adaptation. I don't know a better way to explain it other than it makes perfect sense as to, you know, if your body is adaptive and reactive and your metabolism is adapt, adaptive and reactive, which we know that it is, of course, it's going to slow down in order to preserve energy when there's not a lot of energy coming in. Now, because of that process, because of that adaptation, when you overconsume, this is the other part that I got pushback on. When you overconsume, it's easier to gain weight. And I made this comment that said your body is like a sponge. When you overconsume, your body is like a sponge. And that was another thing that people were like, what are you talking about? It's like a sponge. Like, my point is that you've set up a perfect environment for weight gain because you have a slower metabolism because of the adaptation. Now, here's the thing. It will respond in the opposite direction. It will adapt to more food coming in, but you've basically set up a, a, a you know an environment where it's easy to gain weight because your your adapted maintenance has become a thousand calories in this example. So when you eat, let's say three thousand calories, you are going to store body fat, right? It's it makes sense. Like there's nothing here that's that's a stretch. There's nothing here that isn't backed by research. This is what happens if you are now in a surplus of calories. You're going to store body fat. So my point isn't that under eating while you're under eating leads to gaining weight. My point is that chronically under eating sets up a an environment where future weight gain is very likely. And I didn't even get into the fact that your hunger signals are higher, your cravings are higher, right? You, you likely are more irritable, more easily stressed, all of that because there's a lack of energy coming in. So if we put all the pieces together and we look at a slower metabolism, shittier mood, uh, more hunger, more cravings. What do you think is going to happen? I want to take a brief pause in this episode to tell you all about my good friends over at Cured Nutrition. Like They are just incredible, incredible people and putting out the best products, uh, really just doing their part to help manage stress, anxiety, better quality of life. 
And it's not easy. It's a tall task. And I think that they are doing it better than anybody out there. Uh, and yes, I'm biased, but they're just great humans and um, amazing products. So I'm actually getting ready to travel. I've got my Serenity gummies packed and I have got an extra bag of Serenity gummies for one of my friends who will, will be there um, where I'm traveling to. And so um, I, that's the thing that I get asked more than anything else from friends, from even family. Um, I've been spreading spreading the good word for Cured because I truly believe in what they're doing and the products that they're putting out. And it starts for me with Serenity Gummies because I don't sleep very well and I need all the help that I can get. Uh, so Serenity Gummies will help calm you down before bed. Uh, it just is like that nice calming you know, feeling, um, getting rid of that stress and anxiety and worry and just putting you into a relaxed state before bed. And then if you want something that's like more directly related to sleep, I would go with their Zen caps or night caps. If you're somebody that has a little bit more anxiety, go with the calm caps. Um, those are all my favorites. I also take the rise product if I need a little more focus for the day. Uh, like I'm doing a workshop this weekend and we'll be taking some rise before I have to be on um, because I need a little help in that area too. Um, and Cured is offering... 15% off all of our listeners, as you should know by now. You just go to curednutrition.com and use code POPFAM for the discount and uh, get some Serenity gummies. If you don't want to take something that has a small amount of THC in it, then go with the Zen caps or night caps. And if you're somebody who needs a little more help with anxiety, then go with the calm caps. Um, that's just, again, it's going to help you feel a little bit more balanced. It's not not like uh, where you get tired or gro or anything like that. You still feel well-functioning, just a little bit more balanced. So I would go with the Calm Caps for that purpose and then um, get your 15% off. Go to curednutrition.com, use the code POPFAM, and get all hooked up and squared away. And now let's get back to the episode. Or here's another thing to consider. For the people that we're pushing back or like, that's not how it works. Look at every statistic on dieting and weight regain and tell me how it doesn't work that way. And, and even with like, look at bodybuilders. What happens to a bodybuilder after they compete? What happens post-show? They gain a bunch of weight very quickly. Why? Because they've set up an environment for weight gain. They're eating very low calories. They're doing a ton of activity and then they consume a ton of calories in a short period of time. And guess what? They gain a bunch of weight quickly. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying if, if starvation mode were, were a thing where you could actually gain fat while you under eat, nobody would starve to death. But we know that that can happen and does happen. So starvation mode is not a real thing. And when I say preservation mode, I'm not, I'm simply talking about the adaptation process of your body registering that there's a potential famine. Now, I think the other important thing to provide context is that there's a big difference between acute restriction and chronic restriction, acute undereating and chronic undereating. At POP, we work with a lot of clients who have been chronically under-eating for years. So that's the demographic that we typically work with. We typically work with women 
who have been trying for years and years to eat very little. There's a difference between chronic undereating and acute undereating, where oftentimes, and I think this is where I got myself into a little bit of trouble because I used the example of restricting yourself all week and then binging on the weekend. Now, in that example, yes, my feeling is that the restriction led to the binge. And then if we fixed the restriction and we got you eating an adequate amount, then you wouldn't binge anymore, which I've seen happen over and over again. But I think I did a poor job of delineating between chronic restriction and acute restriction, whereas the example of you restrict all week and you binge on the weekend, the reason why that leads to weight gain is because your calorie average across the entire week ends up being in a surplus. Even if your metabolism has not downregulated because you're not chronically undereating, right? Like if you're undereating five days out of the week, you're not going to see any sort of impact on your metabolism in a negative way because it's just five days, right? Like this takes time. So let's say you go five days of eating a thousand calories and your maintenance is 2000. And then you go two days of eating 5000 calories and back to back days. Well, like, guess what? You put yourself in a surplus. And I think that sometimes it's difficult in a very short social media clip to be able to add this, this commentary, add this context. And I get it. That's that my, it's my responsibility. It's my platform. Um, and I always want to do the best that I can at providing context. Um, and I think I just did a poor job and it ruffled some feathers and it got some people butthurt and people were talking about how, um, you know, that they were afraid or, or fearful of their metabolism. But like at the end of the day, the message is pretty straightforward. That like the take home message, what, what I really wanted the take home message to be, which I was hoping that the, that, you know, the real delivered on was that you shouldn't be restricting yourself like that. Like you should be eating as much as you can while losing fat. Like if your goal is fat loss, you should be eating as much as you can while losing fat, not as little as possible. So the point isn't, should I be afraid of my metabolism being broken? No, you shouldn't be afraid of a broken metabolism. Your metabolism will adapt and it will react to the signals that you send it. My point is, let's not send it the I'm stressed the fuck out and chronically under eating signal. Let's send it the I'm well-fueled and thriving signal. That's my point. And that's what I was hoping would be the take-home message. So as I said, I'm going to get into way more detail about this uh, in an interview that I'm doing soon. But I wanted to clear the air because I felt like it was important to clear the air. That's how your metabolism works. That's why I also talk about dieting in phases. That's why I talk about not being in a deficit year round. That's why I talk about taking diet breaks. Like all of these come back to the same answers is that you should not be stressing your metabolism over and over again. And eating too little is a stressor. By the way, eating too much is also a stressor. It can also have some adverse effects. It can also have come with negative adaptations. Any stressor can do that. Regardless of the source of stress, any stressor can do that. So the point being, let's treat our metabolisms the way that they should be treated, which is with quality food choices, not eating too little, 
not eating too much, um, you know, and then doing the lifestyle things that we know we need to do, like walking and lifting some weights and recovering and managing stress and getting some sleep. There's no such thing as starvation mode. I would argue that there is not necessarily a preservation mode, but that there is, that there are adaptive mechanisms that your body does want to preserve energy. And you can set yourself up for future weight gain if you're overly restrictive, if you're overly extreme, if you're overly stressed out. That's the point. Hopefully that adds enough context. But if you do have any follow-up questions, I'm happy to answer them. Just, uh, just message me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner, and I will talk to you next time.